welcome to Just Crypto, um, the podcast where we have honest conversations with uh, creators, builders, and artists in the crypto community. Uh, my name is Vanessa. Uh, our purpose here is to elevate the humanity behind those who are driving the community forward. And we'll focus mainly on their journey and the vision for the projects that they're working on. I'm here with my co-host, uh, Daniel. Daniel? Hello, this is Daniel uh, at Satasant on Twitter, S-A-D-A-S-A-N-T. Um, and just a reminder, nothing here is financial advice. Uh, this is for educational purposes only. Uh, please do your own research. And I'm also very excited today to welcome our special guest, uh, Dennis. Dennis has been uh, in the Alrond NFT community for a long time. Uh, one of the first folks that I actually had the pleasure of meeting uh, in the community, and he's graced us with with his presence. Dennis, welcome to the show. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, Daniel. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited, quite excited to be here. And um, yeah, let's let's have an awesome chat. Awesome. So, you know, if anyone in the chat can hear us, just drop a comment and say hi. I see uh, Daniel's there as well. Uh, we will be taking questions as we go through. So if you have any questions for Dennis, please drop them in there and we'll definitely get to them. Uh, if you can't hear us, I'm assuming uh, you can't hear us and aren't going to drop hi. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're off. Um, Let's see. So, Dennis, you've been you've been in in Elrond for an, for a while now, but you've been in technology for a fair amount longer. And I'm wondering if you could take us back to how you got started in technology. I believe you're in software. Yeah, I'm I'm in software. So let's call it daily job <laughs> because <laughs> crypto is still a, is still a, the a nice shift for me. I'm trying to to do things in parallel. I've been in software testing for quite. A long time, I'll say uh, 11 times, uh, 11 years right now. I yes. I started this career path back in 2011. Uh, it was a nice journey. I discovered some passions. Um, I still do that. I still discover new things that I like. And um, since one, two years, I joined also crypto space. Yeah, so what was it like going from kind of a more traditional software environment to starting to, I mean, how did you even discover crypto? Uh, so I think crypto discovered me <laughs> because <laughs> I, I live in Sibiu, right? So Aaron is, is, um, has started here in Sibiu and uh, inevitably yeah, the colleagues, the friends, they, they spoke about Aaron you know about around um and at that point i only knew about bitcoin and ethereum but just at the level uh, the high level yeah it's a crypto token uh, but not specific details so i started to to dig a little bit about them and uh, learn new things and really liked what uh, what i found out so did you have any uh, bitcoin or ethereum before you learned about Alrond? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So was, was so my your first, first? Yes, yes. So my first purchase was a ERD token. I think it was back then. Um, okay. I used a trust wallet, if I remember correctly. It was quite new for me. Uh, first time doing this. And after that, uh, directly EGLD. So Aronto. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, now, do you do you um, follow any other projects or is Auron kind of your, your number one and only? Um, I follow mostly NFT projects, so I would love to have more time to, to um, do some research about other uh, crypto tokens. Um, I'm very involved with the Aerovec community and the uh, and token and what they're building, uh, but outside this Aeron space, I cannot say, yeah, I, I'm following other projects. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah, we've had a few folks drop into chat. Chat, Rad Flipper, Costi, Jules, welcome. Great to have you here. Hi, guys. Um, drop a hi. We'll <laughs> love to see you on the show. Uh, so, uh, you know, Alrond is uh, definitely not the, the first place that many people start. Um, so, you, know, you said kind of your friends were, were helping out and, and introducing you to Alrond. Mm -hmm. What was your perception of the community, of the technology as you started to dig in? I think I managed to to appreciate first the community uh, and after that the technology. Um, I joined um, around um, somehow with a trading focus, firstly, without the trading background. Uh, knowledge so background uh, it's a common mistake a lot of beginners do <laughs> and it was a bumpy road uh, quite for i think two quarters and um, first i discovered the community uh, really great guys into Aaron community uh, felt like a family 
um, a lot of good advices, non-financial <laughs> advices, <laughs> but um, more in, in regards the mindset. Uh, and with a good mindset, you can push forward way better than yeah trying to, to find your spot into the, the community. So yeah, first I, I managed to, to be a part of the community and then I discovered the technology itself. How would you describe that mindset that they encouraged in you? You know, we've probably got a few people watching today who maybe are earlier in their journey and can learn from some of that mindset. Yeah, it started with um, three letters, <laughs> DCA. <laughs> so dollar cost average. Uh, um, when I discovered oh, okay. that, yeah, everything became more easier. So um, I think this was the, the first thing that I learned uh, due to the community. Uh, thing that helped me a lot uh, to to have a more relaxed approach into purchasing crypto tokens and and things like this, and um, then when I've noticed the power of the community, the support they're offering to to each other, uh, somehow inevitably I I felt that okay we can do other things, greater things yeah. because we are not alone. So um, at that moment I said yeah our focus will be the community. And I mean, even when true. I started the NFT project, yeah. Go ahead, Daniel. I'm just saying that that's amazing. I love the community perspective. Yeah, and you know, both uh, Daniel and I also are, are part of you know other communities, and for me, definitely, Auron is one that's very special. Um, I felt it's kind of very warm and very welcoming here. So I 100% agree with what you say there. And now, you know, it's quite a quite a jump to go from, you know, investing in crypto, maybe dollar cost averaging in, to actually starting your own NFT project. Uh, how did that come about? Ah, that uh, that was, uh, let's say, a nice event, right? Uh, in August, I joined um, the moderator's team for, for Aerovec. Um, uh, I think that Telegram group at that time had around 300 people. Rock was leading everything there, and it was a really nice experience. I wanted just to test stuff related to, to crypto. I even told him, I want to test everything, your platform, whatever. Just have me in as a tester, I want to test. And um, wow. I, I began to, to be a mod. He proposed that uh, to me and to other colleagues that are still uh, in present in, in the team. And that uh, somehow that step facilitated a lot of um, interactions with individuals, right? So uh, I played around with some videos. Um, yeah using some templates, but modulating in my own way. And at some point, I liked very much the idea of, of NFTs. I started digging into it to see what they are about, what's uh, an NFT project. I realized it's just like a startup. It's like a company. So it's not just um, yeah, a Twitter handle that is promoting <laughs> some yeah. It's just like a startup. Uh, and I realized this pretty soon. Um, and I said, okay, I want to do it. Um, I had some some good people pushing me, uh, encouraging me. So I said, why not? Let's do this. It was out of my comfort zone, but uh, I'm very happy with the decision. Yeah. I mean, I have you. to say, with with Aravec, that's very much an auspicious start. Uh, a <laughs> great group of folks in the Auron yeah. community. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let, let me ask you. So, so you're now. Um, so definitely an entrepreneur in the NFT world. Um, and you, you came from not being heavily involved in cryptocurrencies not too long ago. So um, what, what's your philosophy? How, how do you see NFTs now? And how do you um, picture them in the future? Mm -hmm. How do I see? Uh, somehow the way I picture the NFTs and one of my focus and the project focus it's um, in a specific percentage let's say to offer um, a sort of or a level of financial independence to our holders so utility uh, it are not just nice pictures to, to hold in wallets but uh, it's about utility also how can i benefit from holding that nft right so for sure we want to mix fun with utility and by fun, um, that nice picture or uh, that 3D model avatar into metaverse, which is our focus uh, for the future, but uh, in one or the utility. Great. Love for it. me, it's not just a picture. And I can um, do an analogy here. The first job that I had um, as a tester was at Electronic Arts. 
So I was testing games. Uh, in first two weeks, for me, those were games. I was just playing around, right? But after two weeks, uh, they were not games anymore. Uh, they were a product uh, for which uh, I, I put in some effort to increase the quality of that product to give a proper right. experience to the users. So I didn't see it as a game anymore. So, and somehow this is the same, the same here. Yeah, I love that kind of going beyond just the artwork. And we see a lot of the very successful projects starting to do that. And, you know, it's forming community uh, around what is essentially, like you said, a, a business, a product. Um, now, you know, the kind of artwork that you ended up choosing was very unique with, with Cybers. Um, did you did you go through lots of iterations on uh, what that artwork could be? I and mean, if you could share some of that, I'd love to learn a bit more. Uh, not really, not quite so many iterations. Um... I always liked anime, um, yeah, <laughs> the news. So I always liked anime in the past and, and games. Uh, I played uh, some, some World of Warcraft, League of Legends, and somehow um, some of my inspirations are from that area, right? Because uh, I liked quite a lot of, of stuff uh, from those games and uh, those animes. Uh, I just knew I want some action figures because i really think are cool <laughs> i want cool stuff <laughs> action action nfts so it was an easy choice for me and uh, said okay let's go with it yeah and i gotta say i'm a, I'm a huge fan of of the art uh one thing that our listeners may not know is actually the first uh, nft whitelist that i was ever on uh was for uh elemental assassins and i think you reached out to me i forget how many months ago just over twitter and said hey we got a whitelist spot and at, at the time i was like Okay, I've heard of whitelists. I'm not sure what they are, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> so how did that turn on? <laughs> turn out? Sorry, yeah. Well, for me, it was actually uh, amazing. So, you know, I was able to jump into your Telegram, and now I guess you've got a Discord as well. Uh, all the links for everything is down below in the description. So if you want to follow along with Dennis and the projects he's got, please go ahead and do that. Um, but, yeah, I got a chance to, to jump in. And uh, one of the things that I noticed very early on that was unique about what you were building was just this focus on the community and focus on value to the community. I saw you, you know, engaging, playing games with the community, um, engaging in giveaways, um, and, and then starting to, to give back as well. Um, so tell me a bit about the, the journey from, you know, creating the art to creating the utility through the different series that you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I think the first point uh, when I, I noticed that, okay, we are creating art now. Uh, the only use case for this art is of collectible, but I want more. Uh, I put myself uh, in the same spot as a community member. Okay, what do I do? I want from this NFT, right? Uh, what's what's the utility for me? And uh, the first uh, step into this regard of of giving back the community after deciding the new cyber team. Uh, it, it didn't have a team until the community voted for it. So Neon Cybers are named like this due to the community. They, they chose it, this team. Um, okay. I said, okay, um, let's use this collection to, to reward the community, the holders of V1, V2, and Elementals. And uh, in that, uh, that way, we came up with the tires, right? So if you hold from the previous collection, you'll get an airdrop, one up to seven NFTs, depending on the type of holder you are. Um, and that was the first step. It was quite exciting uh, to, to have it implemented. Um, and um, we got to the next level in January when we started to, to implement the passive income mechanism. It was just a pilot phase for us. It was something new. Uh, it was in, in a moment of expansion of the team. Uh, we needed some, some programming knowledges and we got the, the guys in. Um, and said, okay, let's have this pilot project for, for one, two months until we have the Neons launch to see how it goes and to, to offer some passive income to, to our holders. And we implemented um, the, the IRO token as the first token for this passive income because we were able to, to stake a high percentage of our sales to Aerovex staking agency. And after that, Plata uh, had uh, also a generous uh, moment with us. Uh, he, he shared the 1 million tokens of Plata, and uh, we added that uh, for entire 22. Yeah. Let me ask you, what, what's Plata? Just to give context to our, our viewers. What? Sorry, can you repeat? 
the Plata network. What's what's that? The Plata network. Um, it's it's uh, an ESDT token, and their focus uh, is on the sim racing basically as a use case. Um, okay. They're also very community driven, and to, to mention this, um, Platinum Network and also Indie uh, Art, uh, art um, they, they were a great support in the beginnings for the project, and they, are, they still are, but not, uh, not only from a collaboration point of view, uh, also as human beings. I really? can call them friends, to be honest. Uh, they were really nice. supportive, um, motivated me and uh, helps in, in several decisions. Um, yeah, so Plata is uh, to be, yeah. Now you did a project uh, specifically for them, Daniel, if you wanna click on the Cybers in Action uh, one just below yes. there. Uh, how did that collaboration come about with them? The one with Plata, you mean, right? Yeah, the Cybers in Action. Oh, okay, I guess it didn't go to a thing. Mm -hmm. We had a, a shared, uh, shared collection with Plata Right, uh, and okay. the purpose of that um, share collection was to to have the first NFT staking pool. Uh, in. Oh, nice! Yeah, and the Plata managed to to implement this early February, I think, where the holders of Cyber Racers uh, are able to to stake their NFTs and get uh, okay. yield in Plata. Yeah. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's very nice. I have a few of those earning some platter, and I'm very grateful for that partnership. That yeah, have. I think the return is really cool. Uh, around 15 platter per day per NFT. So, really quite uh, quite development of it. The the platter team is also from Romania, right? Uh, they are UK based. Oh, interesting. Ah, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought I'd just bring up so folks can get a sense of the different collections. So this is your Cybers V1. Here yeah. you've got you know uh, rare and zombie and gold, and I guess sketches as well, uh, which are extremely hard to come by for the tiers. Yeah, only the whitelist uh, whitelist persons uh, ten at that time received the received the sketch. Um, this was our first collection. Um, just to give something from from the house, um, the first collection collection that I wanted to to launch uh, was the Elemental Assassins. This was my, my imagination at that point. I want uh, some elementals out there to have an action figure uh, to put it on the market. But I still didn't have that confidence in the beginning, that, that, that confirmation that what we are doing okay. is, really, is really good and uh, we like to, to the community, right? And said, okay, let's postpone a little bit the elementals um because somehow it was like my baby <laughs> i didn't want my baby to fail <laughs> from the first time <laughs> and said okay let's let's have some pfp collection and came up with v1 with that uh, nice uh, touch with the hand keeping the the weapon in the back um and we created a small collection um uh, 230 nfts in it same as for v2 the boys uh, completing the the girls collection um and i was really happy to see that the community liked it and appreciated for sure and that boosted my my confidence okay now i can i can start with the elemental assassins yeah and these are these are great i mean they're just they're fun they're approachable um i gotta say though the artwork for the elemental assassins just blows me away so for the longest time i think yeah. i mentioned to you bolin was my favorite i just yeah. the the gathering of the energy here is phenomenal uh, but when you were, when you finally released uh, Jal, he's just so awesome. So <laughs> you <eclipsed> <laughs> him. But I'm curious, out of all the elemental assassins, uh, which one's your favorite? Uh, my favorite is not about the art itself. I cannot really okay. choose in terms of art, but about the element they represent. I, I always liked uh, lining, for example. So Bingwen in this uh, in this case. Ah, he's the, the second, there. yeah, the second yeah. we we launched. Yeah. Okay. Here, Jill says on the chat that oh my god, uh, that Faxera <laughs> is his favorite favorite elemental person. Just to yeah. highlight the chat. Yeah, pop in chat. Let us know who your favorite is uh, as well. Um, and Daniel, maybe you've had a chance to look through all of them as well. Does one of them appeal to you? 
I really like the. Let, let me let me get the names correctly. Um, the one that that has fire. Akai, right? The first one. It's down the bottom. Yeah. Oh, the first. Uh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that one. Um, they they uh, one thing is that they remind me a lot of games, as, and as you said, of anime. And uh, I read that, if I'm not mistaken, the Planet Network has some racing game in progress. Is that correct? Yes, they they will implement a sim uh, sim racing game, right? Yeah, they have yes. this. Uh, I'm guessing their map. game will will feature cybers at some point. Is that correct? We shall see. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> cannot say too much. <laughs> Just wondering. But we have a close collaboration. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm very, I'm very curious as you've kind of built the community step by step, and it seems to be uh, growing uh, quite a bit. And actually, a few folks are popping in. Um, yeah, Bingwin, you got some fans. <laughs> Jewel says all of them are amazing. But I'm curious as you've been building the community, how much of that has been intentional and what you what you plan versus things that just organically, uh, spontaneously happened with the community. Mm -hmm. I mean, the approach has always been organically. So I've noticed this while helping to, to build uh, the community with the aerobic team as a moderator in the channel. I love the approach. Uh, I loved how real the discussions felt um, because into a boosted community, uh, right? With a lot of hype created, just join, join, join. Um, some of uh, discussions lack content. So I'm somehow a fan of uh, quality over quantity, right? Even in discussions, it's okay if we have like 10, 10 phrases written in a day in Discord, yeah. but full of content uh, instead of, yeah, just WhatsApp, nothing much, you buy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, maybe this is the approach of an engineer, uh, mostly uh, with my background. And seeing this with with the team from, from Aerovec while building, uh, helping to, to build a community, I said, yeah, I want to have the same same thing for my project as well. So I'll not push for the followers or um, I don't know, for community members in Telegram, Discord and so on. Just uh, let them come because if they come by themselves, um, yeah, they'll stay also for a longer time. Yeah, I think that's very wise. And I was very impressed at, at how you, uh, drew the community in, even for ideas for, for example, what Neon Cyber should be and the kind of programs that you should do. Um, and I felt like a lot of folks were very deeply engaged. I think that confirms exactly what you're saying, right? People are invested in the project. Mm -hmm. And uh, just to, to add something here, I really liked uh, the, the, the feedback from the community members. We had that uh, Discord contest with uh, suggestions. Uh, some of it are already in work, uh, some implemented, and the most of it to be implemented. Um, I think one day is not enough to, to read carefully through it. So I really, I really love the, the community that we built. So now we've got we've got a brand new uh, month that's about to happen. So I'll bring up the the neon cybers here, which is the 10k generative collection, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the mint is about to happen uh, Friday, right? So um, I think 7 p.m. UTC. So UTC slash GMT hour. Um, the team was chosen by the community um, around mid-November, end of November, something like that, uh, because we're pushing uh, to, to have the tires for this uh, collection out public and we needed a team in the end. Um, I love the team, uh, suits very well with uh, with my vision of NFT and uh, was really happy to, to see that also the, the community shares this vision. That's awesome. I popped a, a link into the chat uh, for folks and if you're wanting to go and, and mint, uh, there's an opportunity. Uh, don't miss out. Like we've got a very excited community here, so you don't want to be too late to the mint. Uh, but tell us a bit more about Neon Cybers and, and kind of the artwork behind it, and uh, if there's any secrets that you can share that haven't been shared yet. Uh, yeah, I mean, I shared quite some stuff about uh, the the stretch goals of the mint and uh, some some side information. Let's say. Um, one idea and the, the approach that we had for for this mint was um, okay. 
um, why do we want this meet in the end? It's a community decision to have the team, the name of the team, but why to come up with this uh, with this collection at all, right? So the way we see this collection is the fuel for us for the phase two of the passive income. It's uh, the liquidity provider for this passive mechanism. Um, up to 80% of the sales will be put in farms and generate yield for the community members, for the holders. Um, this would be one mechanism because we'll touch uh, another point um, during the discussion with the Vital DAO and the Vital Yield, but this is the cybers mechanism. And we said, okay, um, let's make this um, rewardful for the community. Uh, let's push it as much as possible from a mathematical point of view. And uh, one of the stretch goals for this mint was also to come with uh, locked max minting in two phases, right? So from uh, 3,000 to 5,000 NFTs, IDs, we'll have also the option of locked max minting and also from, I think, 7,500 up to 10,000, again, this uh, possibility will be activated. Uh, being the fuel and the facilitator of phase two, um, we came uh, also with an infographic. I think it's uh, yeah the second link from the incentives for the holders to somehow do their homework, right? Depending on their focus, what they want to, to farm, to grind. Uh, maybe they want LKMX or maybe they want Aero uh, or they want a portion of Vital token they have these multiple choices to, to do, right? So this is up to the holders. We put all the information and also some, some nice graphics out there to help them understand the mechanism behind and to maximize their yield in the end. So it's not just a collection, it's um, a rewards booster for the community, I would say. Amazing. Yeah, this what, is fantastic. Um, just a note for everyone here in terms of the collection, uh, like if you have the full set or if you have some of the sketches that are uh, more rare, uh, you want to hold on to those, it looks like, because you're going to get some very nice bonuses from keeping them all together. Yeah. So, for example, if you are uh, to, to this slide, um, having a full set of sketches will give you a 40% boost for those sketches yield, right? So. Let's take, for example, the 10K LKMX per sketch. Instead of uh, 80, uh, you receive, I think, 112Ks LKMX. Awesome, Definitely, awesome. this is a must for the, for the community to check out this, um, these blocks that we build because we build it for them to be as clear as possible to come up with, uh, with a great strategy in the end for themselves. Awesome. And I just dropped the link as well into the chat. So if you're interested in, in checking out this and some of the, the passive income rewards or the, the stretch goals as, as well, you can find those there. Um, Daniel, I know you had a question too. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm new to Elrond. I come from, from Cardano. I come from other projects before. Uh, and one, one thing I can see when I see your project is that as in many other projects, the the let's say the lead of the project it brings so much to the value of the project in, in itself and from you I can see I can clearly see your experience as a, a quality uh, an assurance uh, you know expert and as an engineer um, mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm I'm confident that that you put a lot of your time uh, that, that you stress and make sure that everything in the project is so so neatly done and, 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 and that the experience is, is great for the user. I really appreciate that. And I, I wonder how the project has manifested in your life, like outside of the, crypt, of the cryptocurrency world. Ha, um, have you been able to share your project with the, your community of engineers, perhaps, or your work, perhaps with your family or your like Yeah, definitely. Community? When, you know, when I'm excited about something, I tend to share that excitement. <laughs> Um, so yeah, definitely I, I share that, uh, and also to to of um, the team members, right? Are also engineers close to, close to me, um, and um, I like to share. Yeah, Dan, Dan and Octavian, I, I like uh, to work with them. Really do. I want to um, let's say push them to do things that they like, 
right? To discover new things and uh, yeah, bring that value in for the project in the end and for the community. Amazing, love it. You have also done some uh, charity work, is that correct? Yes, we have that also because um, from the beginning, this was one of our focuses. Uh, I've noticed that, okay, it's crypto world. Um, there are a lot of high values uh, uh, in and out from, from this uh, world. And I didn't understand, okay, why uh, don't this, not necessarily NFT project owners, but crypto holders in general, do some actions with those money, right? Because right. there are a lot of money into there. Um, and we said, yeah, one additional thing that we'll do is uh, to have some charity actions. We had the first one in December. Um, right before the Christmas, and we plan to do one with uh, each collection's royalties. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, that uh, story really inspires me. So I'm um, happy to learn more about your project and about your community. Thanks. Yeah, and it's amazing that you've taken it not just from like the community, uh, you know, in crypto or the community at, at work or in, in software engineering, but really expanded out to having a big heart for everyone. Um, it's truly inspirational. Yep. So, yep. you know, in ex expanding that that kind of community focus, uh, you have an amazing partnership as well with Vital Dao. Uh, tell us a bit more yes. about that and about how that came about and uh, what the advantages are for the, the partners. Mm -hmm. So that was uh, a very, very nice surprise also for, for me because uh, they, they somehow reach, uh, reach the project, reach uh, the cybers. Um, they're great guys. Everyone inside inside the, the Vital, the Iron Hunters, the J-Corps. Uh, somehow we share the same vision. Uh, we discovered this during, during the discussions. Um, we have a similar approach in terms of team. Of, of the NFT project, so action figures, uh, also for, for the J-Corps and, and Aaron Hunters. And we said, okay, uh, together for sure we'll be stronger. Uh, for sure we can have that metaverse implement or the Hunterverse, let's call it a Hunterverse, nice. uh, implemented and do some really fun things also for the community, not only the utility. Um, some benefits of the holders, first of all, plenty of airdrops uh, of Vital from, from the beginning. That's why uh, being an early adopter, we have the benefits in the medium and long term. Um, what can we do with this Vital uh, token or Vital token? Um, buy, sell, swap, different NFTs. Uh, for sure, Aero Hunters being their, um, their initial approach <clears throat> to have this for their project before coming up with the idea of the, the DAO, um, they will have a bigger percentage of their collections sold into Vital, but will contribute as well, J-Corps and, and Cybers with future collections. Somehow with the, with the Neon Cybers, we, yeah, we didn't think really, really good because the news were quite new for, for them also, also for, for us, uh, but we said, for sure with the future collection will join in with uh, maybe five ten percent of the collection to be bought with with vital so that will be the governance token of the hunterverse um i mean there's a similar approach in in the community with these governance tokens um it will be available on trust market on jex exchange uh and in the end on my exchange these are the plans for the long term now, and I'm curious, as you're you're working with with them, did you ever think about creating your own token beforehand, or was really the partnership oh, the first place you thought about? The I token? did. <laughs> yeah, very good question. I even had that on, on the roadmap at some point. Um, I mean, on the roadmap, we have had several things, and others were not there. So, for example, this passive income was not at all on, on the roadmap, but we we were happy with this approach and said, okay, let's have it in and develop it and bring it to a new level, maybe twice twice a year, depending on, on, on our roadmap. And some other things, we just got it out, right? Uh, we had the plans to have a token also, but the approach would have been the same. So in my idea, it would have been a, a double effort. 
and from an engineering perspective, doesn't make sense to, to do double the work. Why? Because uh, it's better anyway to, to go further together as, as a team, as a partnership, and develop those, uh, those benefits in the end. Yeah. Now, maybe you can say, do you know if there are um, other projects that the, the DAO is looking to onboard as well? I cannot disclose something like that <laughs> because I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know uh, at this point. I really don't, don't know, to be honest. Um, uh, but for sure, other projects will join in. Now, now uh, the Hunterverse that you mentioned, um, I know that there's a benefit for people who hold all eight of the elemental assassins on getting a 3D, I think it's a 3D pixel. Yes. I forget the, the whole deal. Can you share a bit more about that with us? It, it, was, that, uh, it was a 3D, um, it was a voxel assassin in the end. Uh, I plan to do that, <laughs> but somehow I adapted to the new situation. I said, okay, let's go in with a 3D high quality um, avatar, special dedicated for this, uh, this set owners, which out of 100 uh, editions, we have nearly over 50% owners wow. holding a full set. So I'm really happy with that, uh, that number. Um, yeah, that was uh, a first um, in collaboration with Indie Artwork. Uh, that voxel was uh, high quality voxel, uh, was developed. It was a Kai uh, from what I remember. We were really happy with it. Uh, Indie, they, they did a really great job with, with having a Kai built like that. And uh, the initial plan was to have uh, all the elementals developed like, like this. But uh, thinking with the new roadmap, with the Hunterverse, with higher quality, 3D quality, I said, okay, let's shift into the same direction and have yeah, another type of art, but still we'll have uh, this benefit for the full set owners of elementals. I consider the, the diamond collection from, from our uh, Cybers universe, let's say. I am quite fascinated by uh, all the things that you're planning. Um, how do you manage your time? Do you have any tip for any, <laughs> any like someone else trying to do a similar project? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cannot give any advice. Oh. I mean, each individual, uh, they have um, their own tolerances, right? Of an effort, uh, their own breaking points. Um, it's hard to, to give an advice like this, but what can I say that at this very moment, I'm planning to go full crypto in May, I think, wow. almost full wow. crypto. So it's that point because I realized that I need to put in even more time for the project to have it, uh, to have a bigger growth, right? So, Amazing. yeah, it's Happy that uh, time, yeah. Thanks. Wow, congratulations. That's a, that's a big step and I'm so happy to hear that it's been so good. For, for you and for the community. I'm, I'm excited to see what you're going to come up with uh, now when you're full-time. Yeah, me too. Uh, we have a question uh, from gotcha. uh, the audience, from Jules. And he asks, are, we, are you planning a cyberverse in the future? Uh, the first step would be the Hunterverse with our partners, right? And um, yeah, I'm not saying no. Let's see what uh, <laughs> what goodies are coming. But as a first, uh, as a first step, yeah, definitely it will be the hunter. Um, so we have another um, uh, comment here from SP Elrond. Not sure, but being involved with Vital, it will lead that to that direction at one point. I, I am sure. I'm guessing that's about the being fully the, dedicated to crypto. Is that correct? Okay. I think it's more related to the cyberverse question of, of uh, oh. right? so okay. somehow this is is the focus for the for the DAO, vital DAO partnerships um, mm -hmm. to join in the same multiverse uh, right, as cool. a start because I have uh, the same vision as the other um, NFT project owners say at some point I really see all these systems integrated together all these multiverses the the projects that are, um, are really building up. Is something new for everyone, uh, but having this common goal in mind in one year, two years, years from now on, um, we can build, um, let's say, the infrastructure better to have it integratable. Awesome. I, I love it. So I'm looking at the neon cybers and kind of the mint uh, that you've got coming up. 
it looks like the min price is 0.7 e-gold. And I'm curious how you came up with that price. There's, you know, a lot of projects with lots of different prices. It can be a fairly challenging thing to arrive I at. like number seven, so <laughs> 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 just, just a joke. I really do like number seven also. Um, I got this question also in, in Discord. So definitely I think, okay, how much that value represents in terms of USD for the community. Right. Uh, right now, I think 0.7, it's around 100 bucks, something like that, which seems like, like a fair price. Um, if it dropped even lower, the, the e-gold e value, we have kept that value, not raising it to compensate into USD value. Uh, but if the Aaron token would have gone, let's say, for example, up to 300, for sure would have adjusted the number lower in order to still be uh, okay for the community to 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 get the NFTs and become a holder. So it was some, in some ways, a trade of, of utility um, of our plans, what we intend to do with that liquidity and how much the community will benefit uh, from that price. That's awesome. I love the, just the thoughtfulness around in, including the entire community and being accessible and being aware that, you know, for some people, one e-gold is one e-gold, but for others, you know, if you're buying in with dollars, the price can, you know, potentially get a little high. So, you know, very much appreciate the thoughtfulness there. Um, and we have a, a yeah. comment here. Thank you for <laughs> jumping in and sharing. Yeah, he was Christian. So uh, Christian was the um, the community member that proposed a new cyber steam that in the end uh, became the most voted option. Right. Yes. So thanks for the idea, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for, for joining in and uh, being with us here today. Um, now, the, the other thing that I'm aware of is that with the Neon Cybers that are coming up, you're, you've got a 10,000 uh, generative collection, but there's also a, a, a 3D collection that's coming afterwards as well. Can you tell us a bit more about that? It will be in the second part of the year. Um, it's uh, a draft idea right now. We the only mechanism that we disclosed um, during the announcement of Neon Cybers was that every holder of a Neon Cyber will get also the version in 3D, and uh, at least the focus would be to have um, those let's say avatars in the end uh, implemented in the, into the multiverse. That's fantastic. That's a huge, huge reason to continue holding. Um, and you especially yeah. at what's a fairly cheap mint price compared to ones I've seen flowing out these days. So it's been, it's been a long journey for you to, to get here yes. just a couple of years. And I'm curious, as you look back, what would you do differently? If anything, what I would do differently. Mm. I don't think I'll do anything differently. I think every step had uh, its lessons learned, uh, which uh, somehow shaped me uh, into this journey, into an mm -hmm. NFT project. So I really appreci appreciate these lessons learned and uh, I want to benefit in the future also from it. So uh, having, let's say, like a perfect environment from the beginning uh, somehow will get me into a comfy position and uh, not develop that mindset, okay, um, I need to develop, I need to step up my game. Um, maybe let's see, yeah, I'm the underdog. <laughs> uh, I need to come with something new, innovative, pioneering um, in order to, to boost the community and all the project is, it's offering. So I wouldn't change a thing, to be honest. Yeah. That's fantastic. I just love to hear that. It's like, you know, the journey has its bumps and the, the bumps make you who you are. I, I'm curious about um, how, how do you see the Elrond space? Do you um, were you inspired by another another project, uh, or do you have a would you be would you feel comfortable sharing what other project projects excite you right now? If you're looking yeah, forward to see something else happening, like you know, yes, yes, I have no issues with it. Indian. Uh, we're like a big family here, right? Uh, at least from my side, I want everyone to succeed. Is for the benefit of the community. Uh, so uh, I've discovered the NFTs with the Meta series. I think like everyone from from Aaron's face, uh, first time I think it was June or something like that. It was the first act um, 
pre-sale done by Josh, uh, Josh uh, and at that point I was skeptical a little bit. Ah, NFTs, um, not really into it. And I didn't step in with Act One, right? And then I mm. regretted it. <laughs> I joined only with Act Two. So um, this way I, I discovered the NFTs. Um, and after that, um, I'm a really bad holder. I need to, to, yeah. to tell this to everyone. Um, I tend to hold, especially projects, NFTs that somehow uh, relate to, to my artwork from cybers, so action okay. figures. So what I really love, and uh, I'm also in the community, the, the drifters. So shout out okay. to, to Henry for, for having that project. Uh, I really love the artwork, uh, also the, the, the vibe from the community. And uh, definitely there are a lot of, of projects to, to be mentioned there for, for the great achievements, the Aaron Apes, uh, all the other projects, really massive things. Everything Nogan Dao is doing is is inspiring, I think, for, for everyone. So big, uh, big hands of applause for, for everyone for doing their best. I, I love that. I just love the, the sense of kind of shared uplifting of everyone. And congratulations yeah. on getting in so early on Imidus. Uh, it's de definitely proven to be one of those that um, collections that I don't think anyone thought it would do quite as well as it's done. Yeah, it was it was a really a really nice moment, and uh, yeah, also I have to, to to give my thanks to, to to Josh at some point because he encouraged also we had a small chat in the beginnings encouraged me to okay go for it, if you really like it go for it. So I love these these leaders, um, also the ones that I found in in Aerovec and uh, not only in the NFT projects. Uh, I mentioned my my joining to to the crypto world with beginners uh, fault trading uh, in the around trading channels a lot of great guys giving advices uh, coaching um, trying to form a certain mindset in order to overcome some some uh, bad moments so i think everywhere in Aaron community at least this is my experience only with Aaron community we can find this type of of peoples yeah truly truly and i've had an opportunity to to talk to a couple of folks uh, everyone's just very uh, uh very open, very caring. Um, yeah. We got a question from George, and I don't know if you're actually able to share any more about this, but uh, any other upcoming collabs that you, you're able to tell us about? So if um, if the idea is in regards to, to a collection, an NFT collection, um, cannot really answer right now, but what I can say is that um, we're collaborating on, on Plata's um, collection, the V8 and um, their future generative collection yeah. as an advisor. Exciting. Yeah, this is some great stuff. So, uh, you know, we've asked you kind of a, a bunch of questions and helped direct the conversation a little bit. Um, is there anything that we haven't touched on yet that you feel like you'd love to share uh, with your community and with other folks who may be watching? Uh, I think some of the big stuff we already touched. Um, what's important, especially if uh, if the holders are here and hopefully future holders, is to understand what the project is about. So not only a piece of an action figure, an art, it's about the utility. And to understand that the, the same way they did some strategies for farm, farming mechs, um, not at that level, of course, but sort of those mechanisms we will also have implemented right with the with the phase two so they really can uh, maximize their yield um, by just holding nfts um, and somehow why an additional point why we we came up with uh, with this idea of the passive income because as for every investment there is a, a certain level of stress uh, it will come out or not that investment and yeah. having this passive mechanism, your initial investment in, let's say, two, three, four months, whatever, we'll see, uh, will be covered. The stress factor will, will get out from, from your head. And then you'll just happily enjoy uh, that project and what it's offering with that additional stress. So this was an additional um, point for me that I, I considered into having this mechanism developed. 
And I love that it's sort of shifting the mindset of people from I'm going to get in and flip and hopefully make a profit or if I don't, I have stress to actually like I'm joining a community and I don't have to worry about the money side of things. I can just enjoy the project and, and the community and exactly. uh, participate. That's yeah, I think it's a very unique view uh, in NFTs from everyone that I've heard as well. Keeping users in, in mind, like it is Maybe maybe a, a good next question would be uh, at least for what um, drives my curiosity is what lessons from your professional experience do you think have been more relevant to the development of, of these projects? Hmm. Planning and execution, I think. <laughs> I am okay. a maniac yeah, with with the details and not um, not overdoing the the deadlines. Um, okay. I better deliver a little bit faster if it's possible, but within the okay. quality standards, also the, the product quality is it's, uh, a thing to take care of it. But uh, from the professional experience, yeah, I think this was the, the most impactful uh, aspect that was implemented into cybers, part of planning, uh, execution, uh, of course, with vision, because without a vision to know exactly where you want to be in one, two, three years, uh, you cannot really plan the details how to get there. So that makes this, sense. this aspect, yeah. So just to recap, at least for me, uh, uh, being very diligent about planning, about execution, uh, and uh, I I'm guessing that the, uh, one key factor is to make sure that you deliver a product that you want to consume. Is that correct? Yeah, basically. Okay, yes. cool. Amazing. Love it. Awesome. Well, Dennis, thank you so much for, for coming on the show and for sharing with us a bit about uh, the cybers. Uh, for those who are eagerly awaiting less than five days, uh, a, a mint is coming up, so don't delay on that. Uh, I know I'm going to be jumping in and, and taking a look at a few of, of those as well. Uh, any last words, Dennis, before we close? What can I say? Uh, really happy to, to have this experience. It's a first also for me. Uh, hopefully we can do an update on uh, at some point and see where the cybers are after one year from this point. And uh, everyone just to be happy and uh, smiling about the, the progress. <laughs> so thanks a lot for uh, for having me in here. Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely a pleasure. Thank you. We got one last minute question from Jules. Any other collections that you can talk about in the future or is that still too far out for us? I mean, for 2022, what's still planned is only the 3D collection in the second part of the of the year, somewhere in the second part of the year. Yeah, and you say only, that's, that's gonna be epic. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. Dennis, thank you so much for, for joining us. I'm gonna be eagerly uh, awaiting the, the mint and kind of watching where you all go. Thanks. Thanks a lot for having me and Thank everyone you. that joined the chat. Bye.